Hello, my name is Robert Frezza, and in this edition of Surviving the Golden Ages podcast, I talk to up-and-comer indie rocker Kenzo Cregan. Born in L.A., Kenzo took after his mother and father's musical roots. His inspirations include some of the greats, including David Bowie. Continue to listen on to get the lowdown on Kenzo, a talent you'd want to keep an eye out for. Hi, Kenzo. Thank you very much for doing this today. Welcome to Surviving the Golden Ages podcast. No, of course. Uh, no, thanks for having me. I just wanted to say thank you again. Awesome. How and where are you today? Um, so right now I'm just here in my home in LA and um, just been getting ready for uh, going on tour with the uh, the unlikely candidates. Right. Prep for that, you know, getting guitars ready and going over the songs and organizing rehearsals and all that sort of thing. So um, yeah, trying to be as professional as possible. <laughs> so Great, great. I'm going to ask you about the tour in just a minute, but we're going to get started with your influences. Um, you were influenced by the greats, Iggy Pop, David Bowie, Neil Young. How did you get turned on to them? So, uh, well, with them, I, I kind of got into them, those particular artists, kind of on my own. Uh, being introduced to, I was, I was introduced to classic rock, sort of, you know, by my by my parents who were, you know, of that generation. And you know, my dad was a musician, and uh, during that era as well. And so I think, uh, so that genre, that that time period of music, I was introduced to by family. But then those particular artists, I got into um, just from loving that kind of music in general. So like, yeah. So that and it, and it never really stops. Just kind of self, you know, discovering that kind of stuff on my own. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of stuck with me ever since I was a kid, that kind of music, like, you know, like the new wave stuff and like the old 60s kind of British bands. Um, and uh, yeah, and then it just kind of turned into a love for all types of rock music and all types of music in general. Um, I'm, I've always been someone who uh, I'm really just about like the quality of the song. And if I really like the song, then I'm, I'm kind of hooked, you know, so mm -hmm. yeah. That's uh that's pretty cool. Those influences you got are are on my list too. <laughs> they're great and they're so timeless too. It's way ahead of their time. All right. Those three guys. So yeah. you have a new EP on the way called Nowhere to Hide. How's it different from your previous work? Um, man, uh, I would say I'm definitely kind of exploring, you know a slightly kind of a more pop sound um especially in that ep um especially if we can compare it to my first ep which is my, my self-titled um that one was very a, a lot more raw very uh very guitar driven which which isn't really something i'm stopping um but i what i what i'm trying to do now with my music is really continue the kind of guitar driven stuff but then also incorporate kind of more synthesizers and electronic elements as well um you know whether it's like blending in a drum machine uh and things of that nature and some other samples so um just trying to you know explore different avenues musically and production wise i think like i'm at a point too where i'm just trying to be more open-minded about that kind of thing and even though i am uh, a, a child of classic rock i still um you know, over the last few years, I, I, I want to be more than just a, uh, than like a modern throwback, you know, I'd rather, you know, still have that essence, but also, um, 
you know, understand that like there's so many uh, elements to, you know, when it comes to production um, and to explore, you know? So that's, that, that's why I would say the, ma the major difference is, is really the production style. Um, and just exploring a, a, a slightly more popular sound, you know? How has your sound songwriting changed since since then? I know it's only been like not even a year since your last EP, but um, how has your songwriting songwriting changed since then? Um, man, I would say I've, I've well, I've been doing a lot more collaboration. Um, in oh, the last two EPs involved a lot more collaborating, um, and uh, the self titled. The self-titled one was a uh, was was a collaboration with uh, with David Hopkins, the, the producer. But essentially, I had these like fully fleshed songs already, and then he kind of helped me clean them up. Uh, and these last two EPs, I actually co-wrote them with the with the producers that were involved as well. Um, and I think with that, like I've definitely learned a lot, a lot new approaches to writing a song. For example. Um, uh, a couple of the songs on the new EP uh, were written on a bass guitar, which is something I hardly ever do. I usually am coming up with melodies in my head and then going straight to an acoustic guitar and sometimes even a piano if I have access to it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's usually kind of chord based. I'm like, oh, okay, I have a melody and now let me, let me put the chords behind it. Uh, or it's like a riff that I write and then I kind of build it from there. But the two of the songs, um, which includes my new single that's out, um, uh, what you gonna do uh, was actually written uh, written on bass. The, the the main bass line was written, and then we built the song on top of that. Um, and I think, and, and even though even though when I was you know told about writing it on bass when when it was kind of a suggestion, I was kind of like, well, I was like that that sounds kind of weird. It's just you know you play individual notes on bass. How are you supposed to? When you actually think about it, the bass is like the perfect middle ground between the drums and the guitar and so it's like a it's a groove based instrument but it's also melodic so um it really actually gives you a really great foundation into into creating a song uh and so that's something i definitely learned and i think i've been trying to do that more often just on my own when i'm writing stuff on my own um it's just uh yeah just grabbing a bass instead of my acoustic guitar you know it's it's a cool like first instinct to go to do you find that approach harder more difficult um i actually found it it i found it a little easier in some ways i think it's it, i think it's harder to come up with the initial idea especially if you're just trying to come up with the baseline but then once you come up with the baseline everything actually just falls right into place it's uh it's so it, it's sort of a, 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 a it's a harder dive but like uh, a simpler uh, process once you get the momentum you know once you like actually come up with the first part like after you know step two and beyond is easy but step one is harder that's mm -hmm. yeah. fantastic yeah um how you're going on tour with unlikely candidates how did that come to fruition yeah so uh i i'm honestly i'm just really lucky to have a great uh, a great booking agent in uh my, my book agent eva uh from fata booking she uh I think she just got me, she got me hooked up with them and uh, I believe they just really liked the music and, um, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of 
simple as that, you know, just making, you know, being lucky to have someone on my team is really good at what she does and, um, and just maintaining those good connections. So, um, and I guess the music, my music's decent enough where they seem to like it, you know, so that sort of thing. Who do you see coming out to your shows? Well, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, some of the fans I made on my fall tour last year, I opened for Weathers a year ago on their first headlining tour, and we're hitting some of the same cities uh, that we did with them. So I'm kind of just hoping that some of the uh, some of the fans that I made will be coming back out to check out my set again, and uh, and I'm just excited to see some familiar faces. So that'll be really nice. Amazing. Do you think yeah. there's a market for what you do in this musical landscape saturated in pop and hip hop right now? I think so. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is like, there's so many, there's so much music out there and we have so much access to so many types of music that it's, uh, it's, it, there's, there's a negative and a positive to that. Cause the, the negative is that it's so saturated. It's like, how do you even get, discovered or you know however you want to put that or you know how does someone even find it but then the other thing is it's like because there's so much access to all these different types of music and uh you see different generations of people uh, getting into all types of music from all all types of from all generations i would say there absolutely is a market for this kind of music i mean i don't think you know i don't think guitars have become uncool you know <laughs> i feel like it's right you put a guitar on someone who who's uh even if they don't play if they're dressed nice you put a guitar on them that even it makes them look even cooler doesn't it so it's like so i you know just simple stuff like that i think um there's absolutely um a market for this kind of music um i still i still believe in it so much um and it's not to say that it's a bad thing that they're that that pop and hip-hop are like the kind of or, or the the driving force right now. And I, th I think it should be the driving force. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a, it's a newer, it's an, it's still a newer genre than, you know, than rock is. So I think, um, uh, it's something, it's, it's something that's fresh and it's sticking. And I think that's important to keep in mind. Um, and, and that's the thing too, is like different genres can inspire each other. And I think that's, that's really cool. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, maybe, maybe a rock band isn't as, uh, uh, as appealing as it used to be anymore, but I don't think, I think it's, I think it's also just the way you look at it. Cause you know, maybe you, you know, maybe you're writing a rock song, but you just add more subby bass to it because it, you know, there's a lot more subs in hip hop. So you're kind of being inspired by, by that genre and applying it to what you're doing. So I think, and, and vice versa. I mean, you see, you know, I feel like you're seeing more guitar stuff in hip hop and um, and hip hop's kind of gone through, I feel like similar patterns that rock went through. There's almost like a punk element to some of the newer stuff that's out there. Um, and uh, and you're seeing all, you're seeing older hip hop artists kind of like, you know, saying back in my day, like it was like this and like, it's not, you know, and it's, it's right. funny history repeats itself in, in a, uh, in art as well you know so i'm all for it you know that's sort of how i look at it i just i think 
rock and hip hop can live in symbi symbiosis, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's yeah. happened before, you know, and it should happen again. I don't see why yeah. it can't be in vogue anymore, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, you know, I, I do think, I think we tend to sometimes turn it into like a competitive situation. Um, but at the same time, as even though even though there is that kind of you know you you, you know one you're, you're trying to get to a certain spot and other people are also trying to get to that same that same level but at the same time it's like well no we're all like we're all just making art and being creative and and trying to do our best and i think it's more important to just be be in competition with yourself keep it to yourself create enjoy you know work hard and you know, and it can all coexist. You know, why not? People are gonna like your stuff. People are gonna hate your stuff, and every and everything in between. So I, I think it's, um, you know, it, there's there's certain elements you can't take too seriously. Right, right. That was well put, dude. By the way. Yeah. Thanks. Try my best over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want people to take away from your music? I, I mean, really, I just want people to enjoy it, resonate with it, especially the lyrics. I think uh, for me, that's really important. I, I try to, when I sing, even though, even though I love singers who kind of um, use their voice as more of an instrument and they may, maybe they don't always use great diction when they sing, but that's, but sometimes that's not the point of it, which is really cool. I mean, I, I grew up listening to the Rolling Stones and Mick Jagger is the king of that, of not really understanding what he's saying all the time, but mm -hmm. Um, but for me, I just know for my music, I always want to, I want people to hear what I'm saying and, and resonate with it too. Cause I feel like I write, I write a lot about experiences and it's experiences that so many people go through, especially, you know, when they're younger and they're, and they're in their twenties or, you know, and, and stuff I wrote about my teenagehood and all that, my adolescence. And, um, I think that's really what it is. I just want people to relate to it and enjoy it. And, and um, I also try to really keep, you know, keep my, keep the beats in, in the pocket. And I, I'm very, I'm very keen on making sure my songs really groove hard too. So I'm hoping people like are simply just shaking their heads when they, you know, they're bobbing their heads when they listen to it. You know, I want that too. I want pe people to like, you know, be able to sit, sit, sit in the groove as well as listeners um as well as the the message it's portraying so right and lyrics can be so universal yeah and it, and folks can take away what they want from it you know like you said yeah exactly exactly so, so you're headed to buffalo syracuse but no new york city dates yet when can we expect you in new york city uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not on the Brooklyn show for this. I know that the Unlikely Candidates are playing Brooklyn. Um, I think it was a, I heard it was a, um, a curfew issue uh, at, with the venue. Um, yeah, I mean, man, the last Brooklyn show I played was so fun. Um, where was that? That was at, uh, oh man, where was it? It must have been at... Um, Oh, man I'm, I'm kind of spacing at it uh what's the not i keep i keep wanting to say the bitter end but the bitter end is the one on um bleaker street her village yeah. yeah 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 i'm like for some reason my um maybe mercury lounge no if you name a couple more if steve you name a couple more i'll see if i remember 
I'd have to I'd have to look through my phone. I don't want to do all that. But that's fine. All, that's fine. I, all I know is that the show was incredible. Um, it was one of the better shows on that tour. Um, and uh, I remember I kind of I kind of semi crowd surfed during the solo of the last song or the second to last song. Um, Amazing. The song called Squeeze that we like to end with. Uh, and uh, I was I remember taking the guitar solo and going to the front of the stage. And then a dude grabbed me by my legs and lifted me off the stage. Um, and I was still soloing. I was like leaning back and like into the crowd. And then I, he lifted me right back onto the stage. Um, and then I, and, and I made it just in time. It was weird because I missed the first lyric of the next chorus, but it kind of didn't matter because it was more of like a leading line that goes into the main chorus, main part of the chorus. And I made it for that kind of downbeat it was so cool and uh my band was really good at kind of going rolling with the punches um and uh it was so it was so cool and uh yeah i remember i have this a really funny story too about that after after our set i was at the merch table and this this girl comes up to me and she goes she was like wait so you're from la and i was like yeah i'm from la and she goes but you're so brooklyn i was like okay <laughs> whatever that means okay like <laughs> um but it was cool i got like a little bit of an of, of approval from that crowd so i i wish i was playing the brooklyn uh show on this run I, it would i would really be trying to channel that same energy um uh but yeah so shout out to all the brooklyn fans out there or you know the people who who uh, love indie rock so i would amazing that i'm really gonna miss it but but there is a chance um there's a chance my uh uh uh, my team and I are actually tried to see if we can book a show that's not with the unlikely candidates that day. See if we can like get, well, we'll see. We'll see if we can get our, my own show out there uh, during that time off. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be back soon enough though. I love New York so much. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We'll definitely see you in the, in the near future for sure. Yeah. Um, good times. Thank you so much for getting on and doing this. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much, Robert.